Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at. This is Dr. Jason Warrell. Hey guys, we are here. This is another episode of Ask Dr. Jason. What episode is this, guys? Episode three. Woo! Three in the house. We're rolling, we're rolling. Come on in. I'm gonna do a couple quick shout outs. Von Amir, we got peeps coming in on Insta. We got peeps coming in on Periscope or on Facebook and we're putting this up on YouTube. So, first of all, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. I'm here in my office. I'm rocking the merch. Who's your Cairo? We wanna bring health and true health from above, down, inside, out to you. We can answer your questions on health, on healing, on alignment. So Bridget, do we have some questions today? We do. Come on, and real quick, real quick, if you're on Twitter, on Twitter I'm at Dr. Warrell. Tweet me out your questions. Right now I got Twitter open. Last week we didn't have Twitter open. So we couldn't answer your questions, but now we can. Let's roll. What do we got, Bridge? Okay, Andrew wants to know, do you need to be in pain to get treatment? Woo! Okay, Andrew wants to know. Now, Andrew, when you, people come in, most people go to a chiropractic office, to a chiropractor, when they're in pain. But truth is, is that pain is a symptom. It is rarely actually the problem. You see, if you go to a stove, let's say this were a stove right here, and I were to touch it, I would instantly go like that, I would pull my finger away because it's so hot. The problem is not the pain, the pain is the signal letting me know, get your hand off the stove so your skin doesn't burn, okay, your body doesn't burn. So although pain is a great indicator that there's something wrong, dealing with a problem when you're already in pain is called crisis care and that's okay. We help a lot of people out with their crisis care. But dealing with a problem when it's sub-threshold, the pain hasn't hit yet, is wonderful. It's like being proactive with your finances. It's like being proactive. Oh, write this down. What is your biggest inspiration as a chiropractor? There we go. We got another question from uh, Ann Lavery. Thank you. Thank you. Keep sending those questions. Do you do the vlog? There's another one. Oof, you guys are going to have to write them down. That's from Anastoski. Okay, it's like being proactive in your marriage. Yesterday I went on date night, Thursday night, man, Italian food with the wife, amazing. Proactive to take care of my lady before a problem arises. So no, you don't have to be in pain to see a chiropractor. What we do is we check for subluxation or spinal misalignment. If there's a subluxation, it creates a disconnect brain to body. It's exactly like having a weak cell phone data signal, your phone still works, it's just not at full power. So we align spines and minds, we get you connected, body and mind, full function. Thank you for the question, Andrew. Okay, next question, please. Next question, many physiotherapists shy away from chiropractic care. Why is that? It's a great question, all right. <clears throat> Physiotherapy is awesome. We need great PTs, we need great physiotherapists, we need great medical doctors. Physiotherapy deals with the rehabilitation of muscles, of joints, and typically it's passive in the sense where they're moving you through different positions or exercises, and it's active where they have you do things. Most people mistakenly think chiropractic is about the bones because you know, here I am with the spine with a bunch of bones. Somebody said, you are the best, I love you. Thank you. Here we are with the bones, 
we're pushing on the bones, we're taking x-rays of the bones, but the truth is chiropractic is really not about the bones. Bone doctors are orthopedists. They saw bones, they screw bones together, they cut bones. We're really what you call neuromusculoskeletal doctors, but chiropractic is really more about the brain. Because watch this, if you have a tight muscle in your spine, or in your leg, or your arm, or anywhere, why does that muscle get tight? That muscle gets tight because the brain tells it to. So if your spine is out of alignment, the muscle is what pulls it out of alignment. Yes, but what controls the muscle? It's the nerves. And the nerves are controlled by the brain. So your brain actually is receiving sensory input, is memory retaining it, and then motor expressing in accordance with what it needs you to do to survive at your optimal level. Okay, so why do physiotherapists and chiros, what was the question again? Shy away from chiropractic care. Got it. Well, for number one, we help a lot of people, and I think that some professions may be intimidated by that. Number two, I refer to PTs when necessary. I don't have any issue or problem with them myself. Um, I think that when two professions may be ignorant of what the other one does, they see them maybe as competition, but in actuality, we really do two different things. If somebody injures their wrist, and, um, and they're injured so badly that they have to learn how to use the muscles again. I don't have the time for that in my office. We're blessed to serve a large amount of people. And so we align spines. We do a little bit of rehab. But if there's a level of extensive rehab that I can't handle, I'm going to refer to a PT or a physiotherapist. Um, somebody that's elder patient, slip and fall, again, may need to learn how to walk. That's not going to happen in my office. We'll align the spine. We'll correct a muscle imbalance set them free. So um, it doesn't exist in my office, but I understand that there's probably things that they don't see about our profession and we don't see about theirs. I try to stay as educated as possible. I read and, uh, and I learn. So thank you for the question. Next question, please. When you crack your spine yourself and try to put it back in place mm -hmm. and you do it wrong, mm -hmm. what can happen? Come on. And really quick, if you write down, is it hard to be a chiropractor? Okay. And we're going live on Periscope again. We got bumped off. Let me just put that in. And here we go, here we go. What's that? Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Thank you. Okay, we're struggling a little bit with Periscope. Pull together, Periscope. All right, is it hard to be Cairo? And one more time, Bridge, the question, sorry. When you crack your spine yourself and try to put it back in place, but you do it wrong, what can happen? Brilliant. Okay, this is a pretty short answer. So when you pop your spine, we've been over this one a couple times, but I'll go over it as much as necessary. When you pop your spine, what's happening is this. One vertebrae is subluxated, it's stuck, it's out of alignment, it's irritating the nerves. You know it's stuck, your body subconsciously knows that, so you feel the urge to move or pop your spine, whether it's your neck, your lower back, anywhere, and what happens is you're moving the ones above or below it too much. So what that does is it stretches the ligaments that hold the bones together, and what happens is it stretches the ligaments and over time, if you don't get it corrected, you're going to feel the need to do it more and more and more and more frequently, all the while stretching the ligaments and possibly spurring degeneration. So get to a Cairo. Thank you for the question. Next question, Bridge. Tommy wants to know, how do you relieve heartburn? 
how do you relieve heartburn? All right, Tommy, so um, I am not a gastroenterologist, but I will tell you a couple of things. Number one, heartburn is usually, in my clinical experience, from not enough acid rather than too much. What oftentimes happens, I've seen this clinically, is you've got somebody that is subluxated in their mid-thoracic spine. These nerves come out and they go to the stomach. The stomach's not getting the proper signals to and from the brain. And then what happens is um, the hydrochloric acid is not getting produced in adequate amounts. The person is eating. The food in a matter of minutes will rot, create bacterial acids that will give somebody indigestion or acid, and then they may take a Tums to relieve it. And what's happening is they're getting a temporary relief and then it comes back with a vengeance. And so many times, not always, but many times, there's not enough acid, and that oftentimes can be from poor nerve flow. It could be from poor diet. Another reason people have acid reflux, or what was the original phrase he used? Heartburn. Heartburn, thank you, is because they are eating badly. They're eating a lot of fried foods, a lot of fatty foods, a lot of junk, and their body's just not digesting it properly because it's crap, and so they're getting what's called heartburn, which may be a regurgitation, a regurgitation of acid into the esophagus. No bueno. Simple thing is this. Get checked by a chiro to see if you've got subluxation in the area of your upper back that goes to the stomach, the nerves go to the stomach. Number two, clean up your diet big time. Great question. Thank you. Go ahead, Bridge. Okay, I have a herniated L5 and S1. Should I see a chiro? Okay, we got a herniated L5 and S1. Well, a lot of times people ask me, what's this big red thing on this model? That is an example of a herniation. There's actually a handful of different types, herniations, protrusions, bulges, etc. cetera. Um, but should you see a Cairo? Yes, here's why. The disc here, shown here, this is your L5 S1 vertebrae, it gets its nutrients not from blood vessels, but from the pumping action of movement. When the spine is subluxated and stuck, the vertebrae can't pump and move, and what happens is that disc can start to degenerate and die and weaken, and it can herniate, the, the, what's called the nucleus inside can herniate, and the number one treatment for a disc problem is actually motion, and that's what chiropractic does. With a specific scientific adjustment, we put motion back into the spine. Hey, Azadi's on the line here, come on. Hey, by the way, quick shout out to our Insta peeps. We're fluctuating up and down with views, but I appreciate the peeps there. Izadi's on the line. Uh, my leg gets numb and hard to exercise. It happened overnight. Write that down, please. Thank you. All right, appreciate the hearts and the love, guys. Quick reminder is we're going on YouTube. This gets uploaded to YouTube afterwards. Um, oof, is there a difference between slip disc and herniated disc? Come on. All right, we've got questions. I love that you share this. Thank you, Divinity. Appreciate that, man. Rock and roll. All right, Hollywood. Somebody said Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood's right down the street. Come on. Next question, please. Let's go. <clears throat> okay, next question says, my girlfriend cracks her own neck by turning it sideways. Boom. Should she be doing this? Why or why not? <clears throat> Excellent question. No, she should not be doing this, but I understand. There was a time when I was subluxated regularly and I would constantly crack my back because it felt good. And because I was in pain, and not always in pain, I was not comfortable. Do you love the Team 10? Yeah, they're great people. So, I get it. When your girlfriend's popping her neck, cracking her neck, I get it. It's not fun. Um, it's a really bad habit that's actually hard to break. Should she be doing it? No. What happens again is, when the spine is out of alignment, it's subluxated, the spine is stuck, you can't move it by popping it around, 
what happens is you're moving vertebrae above it or below it, you're moving vertebrae too much, stretching ligaments, when I do it, you're relaxed, you're on the table, I'm highly trained, highly skilled, been adjusting for over 14 years. We adjust, boom, quick impulse, I know the joint lines, I know the plane lines, I've seen the x-rays, I know exactly what to do. Go to a Cairo, take your girl to a Cairo, thank you. Next question, and come on. Right, you next. rock, Danielle, thank you, go ahead. Next question, Anne wants to know, what is your biggest inspiration? <laughs> inspiration in general, or? Wow, was that the one that was off of this? Okay, biggest inspiration, I think she said as a chiropractor, I don't know if she meant, what do you do when you're having back pain? Go to the Cairo, get checked out. Uh, do you think? <laughs> Cracking my neck is good for me. No, Frank, it is not. We just covered that three times. Okay, my biggest inspiration. <clears throat> I don't think there's one biggest inspiration. Um, my mother is probably the top inspiration I have. My mother is mentally ill. She's schizophrenic. She lived on the street for over 10 years. Um, she is a true master of persistence. She is uh, an incredibly beautiful, bright soul who has suffered with mental illness for years and years and years in and out of hospitals, in and out of jails because she was mentally ill and she, was, she shouldn't have been there, but she was. Um, and is living in transitional housing, but is recently missing. My mother's actually missing. Nobody knows where she is. Um, her undying heart, her undying spirit, she taught me so much how to love, how to respect other people, to always work hard, work hard, work hard, show up, be the first one, be polite, be respectful. Um, I would say my mother is my biggest inspiration um, to inf impact and influence others and to love others. People come here, we just had an 85-year-old lady start care today. Uh, people come here and they're just, they're just taken by how much love we show. We had two gentlemen fly in from Jalisco, Guadalajara, Mexico, uh, just this week, just to see me. Blessings. Um, people are taken by how much love we give. And it's not just me, it's my team. Uh, so like attracts like, that's the team right there. Um, can I have a shout out? AGMC Dade, what up? Okay, got it. Okay, we're gonna keep going here. We got a couple more questions, then we're gonna roll. Let's go, what do we got? Is it hard to be a Cairo? Boom, is it hard to be a Cairo? Um, I'm gonna tell you the truth. It is kind of hard to be a Cairo, actually. It's really not about size. I happen to be 6'4", I happen to be a big dude with massive hands, um, but I've had some amazing rocking adjustments from little dudes, from little women. It really just takes a skill and a finesse, but what's hard about being a Cairo is you've got basically, um, you've got this simple truth, like don't run into the street because you might get hit by a car. Take care of your spine because if you don't, basically you'll have poor health, um, poor brain to body communication, poor mobility, like why wouldn't you take care of your spine? But yet the world has been taught and trained that if you look good and you feel good, bam, oh yeah, I'm amazing. And um, really there's no literature anywhere in the world that says if I look good and I feel good, I'm healthy. So the hardest part about being a chiropractor is we spend a good you know, 80, 90% of our time educate, 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 and we're saying the same things over and over again, but chiropractic chose me, I didn't choose chiropractic, thank you. We need more great chiropractors, by the way. Um, 
Okay, I don't know who Sophie is, um, so I can't answer that question. When you've been like Sophie, is it good for your spine? Next question, anything else? It's probably a contortionist or something like that. Um, can you explain the difference between a slipped disc and a herniated disc? Cool. Um, let's see here. A slipped and a herniated disc. A slipped disc is a slang word. It's not a technical term. So in essence, it's the same. Um, the true technical terms would be a protrusion such as this, a disc bulge where it's going to push out at the circumference of uh, the outer layers of the disc. Um, think of like an onion with layers and it pushes against it. That would be a bulge. And then there's a protrusion. Um, and then there's a herniation where the part of the disc actually shoots through the outer layers into the spinal canal. Dangerous. Most of the, most of the time you need a surgery for that. It uh, can be very painful and exquisitely painful. So um, those are the differences in a nutshell. Any other questions, guys? Somebody's asking where we're located. We are located in LA, sunny LA. Not today, in Sherman Oaks. We're in Sherman Oaks, Active Health LA. Would you ever walk again if your spine snapped? You know what, that's a really interesting question. Uh, give me the 30 second heads up, by the way. Um, Anastoski, you got a shout out right there. Okay, got it, we got 30 seconds, guys. Would you ever walk again if your spine snapped? I do have people with fractures in their spine and of course they walk. It, it's a very, very long question and that's about it for that one. Okay guys, tune in next week. This is Ask Dr. Jason number three. I appreciate all you guys being here. It's on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dr. Jason. Thank you for being here, we love you. Amazing, who's your Cairo? Get one, get one.